1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: This is the Rich Eisen Show. This is- Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
0: NFL's overtime rule in the playoffs. This isn't just dumb. It's the dumbest rule in all of American sports. (laughs)
2: Wow. The
3: Rich Eisen Show.
2: So if this was the NFL overtime rule, I would not have a chance to rebut. This is idiocy. Earlier on the show, Fox Sports NFL insider Jay Glazer. Coming up, co-host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt. Plus, from NBC's Keenan, actor Don Johnson. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air, and we've got a lot to get to. Uh, I'm not going to lie. We've got a ton to get to. Um, we've got your phone calls, uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Brockman and Del Tufo are in their posts right over there. Good to see Rich. you, gents, Ooh. here for hour number three. Uh, also good to see you, TJ Jefferson, in your spot, sir. Holler good to your see boy. you. Huh? Holler. Holl- holler at your boy. Uh, <laughs> Big Ben retired today, and I mentioned in hour number one, talking about his legacy and, and what it is and what it will be and what it was. Um, I said one of his greatest legacies was the fact that he made three Super Bowls in the Tom Brady era, when you know how many you know folks were denied championships when Jordan played or when Tiger was at his height, right? Right. Uh, but Roethlisberger made it three times when Brady was doing his thing with the Patriots, and Brady has tweeted out he retweeted Big Ben's retirement video. Lent his platform to Ben's farewell video. And he had this to say, Ben defied the TB12 method in favor of the throw some ice on it method his whole career. (laughs) And ended up being an all-time great with six Pro Bowls and two Super Bowls. There's more than one way to bake a cake. As if Tom knows... Yeah, he, when was the cake last time eating? he ate cake? You know what, exactly. he, he knows how to have his cake and eat it too. I don't know about, you know, yeah. that's the figurative phrase, but at any rate. Avocado ice. The gluten-free, yeah. is that what it is? Yes. Anyway, that was a nice uh, sentiment right there. We'll take your phone calls this hour, Eight four four two zero four. rich number to dial. Uh, we're going to take the phone call of Don Johnson's calling in, baby. 18 minutes. Yes, the uh, season uh, finale of Keenan that he's on right now we talked to John Don Johnson. I then. used to dress in those suits in the '80s. We, we were all over the, Miami Vice. Exactly Vi- something oh. I'm not going to bring up to him later on. You <laughs> I might bring up Miami Vice, today. Crockett and Tubbs. <laughs> you but joining to you. us here to to uh, to celebrate this by this could be a good fantasy team name. Celebrate the Eberflus, <laughs> everybody! From Good Morning Football, one of our favorites, Kyle Brandt. Good to see you, Kyle. How are you, sir?
1: It's great to talk to you, Rich. Happy Eberflus Day. They're partying in the streets in Chicago. Eberflus, Eberflus. Let's yeah.
2: Go. yeah, right? It's Eberflus's day off, right? <laughs>
1: it's good. So, so it is. Good.
2: Um, okay, I'll, gi- I'll, I'll give you the floor on um, the uh, the, the, uh, the bear sticking with a mat, swapping out their naggy for an Eberflus. Your thoughts, Kyle Bryant? What do you think?
1: I think anybody is – I'm just going cards on the table, Rich. I yeah. think anybody is being disingenuous if they're saying, oh, yeah, this is great. And I know sometimes you've talked about this on the show, that uh, people's – the pitch of their voice will elevate if yes. they're not being totally truthful. Higher register, yes. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of, oh, that's good. Uh, I, I like it. People are going way up into the upper octave. Um, you look at – the Chicago Bears, right? I mean, this this is I, th- I think it's the pr- prestigious premier franchise. The guy's never been a head coach, okay, never at any level, and you just look at that that sweet, sweet, beautiful number one, Justin Fields, and you just want something to to cradle him and protect him and 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 nurture him, and we got a a, a defensive coach, so. I was looking for one of these guys, these these Dables, and there are these Hackets who are just—they're vouched for by all pro quarterbacks, and mm-hmm. like, oh, this is my guy, this is my guy. So I, I have to—I have to tell you, I'm I'm a little bit surprised. I guess I'm not surprised that the Bears do it. I'm more a little bit let down as a Bears fan, and I'm trying. What are we going with here, Rich? Help me out. E B E R F L U S. Yes. Is that, is that what it is? Yes, it
2: is. That's the Eber and the Flues together.
1: Um, yeah. I think that that the great. Polly Paps has said it, it. It sounds like a, a Dutch music festival. i going to Eberflus go with my friends this weekend. So that's where that's where we're at. We got backstage passes the Eberflus.
2: Well, I guess you you know, I guess Darius Leonard could could vouch for him, which sure. which you know which is great. Um, the defense was terrific this year, but uh, uh, nobody thought at all that the defense was the issue, or has been the issue, or will be the issue in Chicago. The issue is protecting the kid and not just protecting him by getting Ryan Foles to get the right guy to, um, pardon me, Ryan Poles to get the right mm-hmm. guy to write people to keep fields upright, but to protect him with a scheme and somebody who's got a plan. And so I don't, I don't, I need to wait to see who the offensive person is, right? Because for all we know, the could be. You know, Nick Sirianni was watering and fertilizing his way to a, to a playoff season. Do you know what I mean? So we, we don't know, I guess, is another right. way to look and, at and it. And,
1: Rich, you were right. They, they did also have a polls last year that they didn't need. They, That's that right. Superfluous. Um, <laughs> That's they, I, you know what I think, though? Yes. As it, this is the true Bear fan. This is, this, this is one coming out. Okay. I don't care if it's Matt Nagy or Matt Eberflus or uh, Matt LeBlanc or Matt Dillon. I don't care. I The, the, the path to victory is the path by which – number 12 for the Green Bay Packers gets the hell out of the NFC North (laughs) because I don't care who's coaching the Bears. They ain't beating them year after year if that guy is there, and I think they may get both. So Iberflus, great. Rodgers leaving, Hackett signing as new coach somewhere else. That's the real good news for Bears today.
2: Kyle Brandt here on the Rich Eisen Show. Ten questions with Kyle Brandt here. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, ten questions with Kyle just dropped uh, where all podcasts can be acquired. So um, Rogers going. We just had mm-hmm. Jay Glazer in studio, and he's like, the other day I thought he's gone. Now if you ask me, I think he's going to stay. So I guess we've just entered that portion of of the non playing season where we're trying to figure all that out. But we did have we did play this soundbite uh, from uh, 2020 um, to start the show today, where where Rogers talked about Nathaniel Hackett. You know, uh, actually, let's play that for Kyle. Go go ahead. Here it is.
4: Hack has been uh, a really important part of our culture change and a part of uh, our success on offense. I love him. Hope he doesn't go anywhere unless I do. (laughs)
2: There you go. Now here we are, smash cut to January 2022, and Hackett does go somewhere. So you think this really does happen? You really think so, Kyle?
1: Here's what I think. I, I think the one thing I feel most positive about is that Rogers is not going to retire. I, I really don't think that's going to happen. I, I think, you know, I, I, I've even spoken to him about it quite a while ago. He, 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 that's not on the table. He's he's still the best player in the league. He loves football for all the things that get this in the way of that and in the media. He loves playing football and he's the best player in the league. I also think he, more than any athlete in the world, when he talks about football, is very selective in what he says. I don't think that bite you just played is him being cute or glib. I think that's being put out there. I wouldn't put it past them, Rich. I mean this. I wouldn't put it past either Hackett or Rogers. Rogers, the ultimate strategist in the football world, to have known this is a thing for a while. To know. To know that Nate is leaving after this year, and if he goes, I go. And I know this is the last dance. At that last dance thing, it was fun, and we all talked about it when they tweeted it and in Instagram at the beginning of the year. I also don't think that was a joke. I also don't think that was just them being cute and grabbing the pop culture thing. I, I really do think that it, it's been known for a long time in Aaron Rodgers' head that he is not coming back to Green Bay. So now that he's got his best buddy, a guy who can actually tolerate him, because as much as we love Rodgers... <laughs> That can't be easy, man. I mean, that, that cannot be an easy guy to coach, to meet with year after year, to just start afresh with some coach he doesn't have a relationship with. It seems pretty close to turnkey with the coach he loves, with the good defense, and on and on and on. Receivers, you know, the, uh, the accoutrements there. I, I, I buy into it, and I, I, I get a kick out of Denver this morning. We had it on our show, and Mike Garafolo is reporting, and I'm sure the report is completely accurate, and I trust it. Then we're putting that message out there: we love Coach Hackett in and of himself. Yes, has nothing to do with Aaron, nothing at all. Look, I get it, I get it, but if you're gonna bring in. Uh, solange Knowles to record an album <laughs> maybe there's a shot her sister might come along to record track her track or two i think it's kind of the elephant in the room
2: uh, yeah you're you're hoping you know just maybe you know although so so um hack it's the solange right of this i, I think it's the Solange. and rich i'm following the news cycle let, let, let me get
1: this straight dan yes. quinn is the proverbial front runner to be the Broncos' head coach? Correct. Oh, three days ago. Yes. And then are you telling me that the Packers then lose at home, a game in which they score ten points? And oh my gosh! Never mind, Dan Quinn. All of a sudden, let's take this coach it has nothing to do with the MVP quarterback who definitely wants to leave and just played miserable and has to get the hell out of there. But we love Hackett it has nothing to do. With- that is a thick, viscous
2: coincidence. Well, I've. <laughs>
1: Thick viscous coincidence, coincidence, coincidence
2: does not belong on our list of fantasy team names, Chris. That is that 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 is an inappropriate spot because this should be the ba- name of a Hall of Fame voc- rock band or mockumentary band, right? Thick, viscous coincidence. Metal. Put your hands together. Wow. Lighters
1: in the air. The jam band. They play for hours. the is that, Same song. Is that what it is? Is that is, it's it, is, like the String Cheese Incident. It's just <laughs> this coincidence. They tour with String Cheese Incident. They just play forever. It feels like one song, but everybody's in a different planet. They, they opened the for
2: Carmazzi Group Think. That's what they yeah. They opened up yeah. for Carmazzi Group Think. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's what they did. That Shmooch had um, fantastic. Thick. Ve- you know what? But Hackett killed the interview. You know, mm. he, he killed the interview. He did. Apparently. You know, couldn't let him out of the building. And how about the fact that Schefter says the Jaguars team plane was there to take Vic Fangio down to see if he could be their fit for head coaching. That. That's what he said.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, that would be definitely the anti-Urban Meyer. Like, you, I, I, you, all the things that Urban did, I don't think Vic is doing that at the happy hour and the kick and the kickers. Like, that would be the, the classic
2: zag to the zig. There'll be no Twitter video of Vic Fangio at happy
1: hours? No, playing at Tiddlywinks with the co-ed, none, none of that. I don't think Vic is going to be throwing back mudslides at the TGF Friday. Yes, he's probably just, going to be at home uh, painting tiny soldiers under a magnifying glass and watching defensive <laughs> tape.
2: He'll <laughs> <laughs> just Vic the kicker. That's it. That's what yeah, they're going to do. They're going to right. be vicking the kicker. Uh, Kyle Brand here on the Rich Eisen Show. How do you see Championship Sunday playing out, Kyle? What do you think?
1: Um. What do you think here? Patrick Mahomes has never lost a playoff game to anybody but Tom Brady. And that's very compelling. Very compelling. And yet, it's not just that the Bengals beat them, Rich. It's, they beat them about 20 minutes ago. This was not one of these things back in October, yep. September. And there's only been, let's see, Patrick Mahomes has 20-3 and three in games where they don't turn the ball over. Didn't turn the ball over against the Bengals. Just got outshot. shot. They did the basically the Josh Allen thing except uh, Joe Burrow won. I have a little uh, my left pinky starts to tingle when I start to feel an upset alert, <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say it that I got a little tingle going on right now about the AFC. And I know that's blasphemous, wow. and it's Mahomes' conference. And the AFC title game is officially the Arrowhead Invitational every single year. I like the Bengals squad.
2: Really, up, isn't it? Well, you know what? I- I- like on the money line? No, stop it. Like, no, it excuse me. We don't know what means. that means. Yeah, stop it. No, I do not. Just because the NFL Network told you no more <laughs> does not mean you should disrespect Kyle Brandt.
1: I was just looking for a tip.
2: I understand that. Um, don't disrespect me. No, he's no longer part of NFL Network. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Oh, good. So, um, but here's the thing with Burrow. Go on. The thing with Burrow is we just don't know if we're about to see the all-time great ascension, mm-hmm. right? That on on a day that Big Ben retires and he was the youngest quarterback to win the Super Bowl and the only one to do it right in year two, mm-hmm. that that we could see this again because we just don't know if the borough that smoked cigars in the bayou and put a ring on his finger is that kid for Cincinnati and nobody could say it's not possible at all. Mm-hmm. It's that That's the thing that fascinates me. About like
1: we could be seeing history. Um, That's he's possible. A, he's not only a, a lot of quarterbacks are cool. He is almost strangely cool. Like I, I his pulse it, it, he, should he be on some kind of watch list or something? Like he, he's like a Dexter type uh, flat <laughs> pulse, in which like. Come on now, are you telling me after the eighth sack against the bleeping Titans that he couldn't even yell at one lineman or throw one mouth guard? He's doing nothing. At best, he gets he starts short arm and throws. At worst, he's like, "I'm out of here. This is stupid." They told me I should have boycotted the draft and not gone to Cincinnati. He did none of that stuff. Nine sacks. He doesn't give a damn. It's an almost eerie watch list type cool that he has, and you got to respect.
2: it. It is true. So before I let you go, what about the NFC? Does uh, Shanahan do it for a seventh straight time? It's crazy. Six-game win streak against the Rams, including a Week 18 where they did the Undertaker, Jimmy G, the Undertaker move, uh, where the Rams had their best shot to get the um, to get the Niners out and the Saints in. Who knows, right? What a sliding door that is. Dallas could be in still. Green Bay could be mm-hmm. still in there. Sean Payton might have found a new life. You never know. But uh, what do you think about the NFC Championship game? Before I let you go, you no know-
1: Back in Washington, uh, Sean McVay was Kyle Shanahan's quality control coach. Now, what does that mean? It means he's basically his assistant and his gopher, and he has talked about it. He actually had the duty one day when he had to watch the weather, and if it was going to rain that day, Sean McVay had to laminate Kyle Shanahan's play cards for him, laminate it properly, and if it's not laminated, you're fired. I still think there's a dynamic here where he is, shanahan's quality control coach and as much as i love mcveigh and everything he's accomplished and oh my god it looks great six in a row is six in a row and the problem with shannon this now becomes the the conversation about sean mcveigh it used to be he's never blown a halftime lead he's the future of coaching he's the wonder boy and maybe he is not against this coach he's still laminating that play sheet every single time he's got better talent he's home sort of at home But I just – the Niners could not give less of a bleep about any of that and the Debo thing, and it's just they seem to have all the momentum, and I don't care about Garoppolo. Garoppolo could be one of the coolest stories we've ever seen where he was kneecapped by his own team and could go to the second straight Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo is about to be in more Super Bowls than Dan Marino and Aaron Rodgers.
2: Kyle Brandt choosing both road teams where the Niners make it and then the Bengals make it for a third time in their team history and they see the 49ers for a third time. And they're like, oh, my God, again, the same team, but at least mm-hmm. Montana is not there. That would be amazing. Uh, I will see you on Sunday, right? You're part of the six-hour extravaganza on NFL game day morning.
1: Rich, right. I could not be more excited. I've never been to the facility there. Fantastic. I've never joined you guys live. Fantastic. Apparently, myself and the great Michael Irvin will be having a rematch of From, our Hype Man showdown. That's a fact. I'm ready. Yes. I'm going to unleash hell on him. And um, – I think last time in the voting of that type show on the books were cooked a little bit for the home team. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to really bury them. Well, on. you
2: were on, on remote. You uh, were on remote. This time you will be in person. Um, yeah. I was told there's a surprise celebrity judge for this. Oh, as well. Really? Yes, this is what I've been told. Um, and it's six hours long. It started 30 seconds ago. Unfortunately, we're both late for it. <laughs> but uh, you've got good morning football first and uh, I will see you Sunday. In the meantime, 10 questions with. Kyle Brandt, great podcast. we all podcasts required. The great Kyle Brandt. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you the time. best. Thanks for having me. Right us. back See at Sunday. you. Kyle Brandt, everybody. Check him out on Twitter as well, on Kyle Brandt. we got to be on time for Don Johnson. Words I'd never said before and I couldn't be more excited <laughs> to say for the first time. Don Johnson joining us next right here on The Rich Eisen Show. on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. let's talk o'reilly auto parts people or as you might know from their jingle OOO oh oh o'reilly auto parts they're in the business of keeping your car on the road
4: This is the Rich Eisen Show.
2: Rich Eisen Show back here with our terrestrial radio affiliate group, Sirius XM Channel 85, Odyssey as well, and streaming coast to coast. And we say hello to our podcast listeners from later on. So psyched to have this man on the program. The season two finale of Keenan airs Monday, January 31st, with back-to-back episodes at 8 and 8.30 p.m. on NBC. And then it'll air the next day right here on Peacock. He plays Keenan's... Live, uh, uh, pardon me. He plays Kenan's living father-in-law, and he provides shocking wisdom between martinis on this program. <laughs> the legendary Don Johnson here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Don?
4: I'm good, Rich. How you doing?
2: Better for talking to you. I'm not going to lie. I'm rumps. <laughs> you're,
4: you're very nice. What okay. is the
2: what? What's the thing people bring up to you the most when they run into you, Don? You know, what do they? Bring oh up to you?
4: God, I mean, what do you, you? know, hear? it's it it it's either. Uh, you know, it's either the bags over the heads in the Quentin Tarantino movie in Django, or it's Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man or it's Eastbound and Down, or it's uh, Knives Out, or, you know, I get it. It's all over the place. And, yes. More recently, um, uh, with Keenan. And uh, the, we're getting some love over there. I like it.
2: I love it. Keenan is one of the funniest guys ever. Fact.
4: He And he's also one of the. He's a just a stand-up guy i mean we get each other and um you know he gets it he's uh he's smart and funny and and uh, he's got your back and uh yeah we're hooked up over there
2: Yeah, i know and it's a funny program again uh with the season finale airing monday on the 31st back-to-back episodes um and then the next day right here on peacock so what what what, uh, what drew you to doing that with keenan just what drew you well
4: uh my i'm friends with uh, lauren michaels uh, and mm-hmm. um uh, i did it I, I was doing a, a table read with with uh, with him for a movie and um it had nothing to do with keenan and then a, 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 the movie didn't the movie fell through about but about three months later lauren called me and said read this i, I went out see if you want to do anything you may not and so, I read it, and I love Keenan, and I love the premise of the show and um you know it's like um um it, 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 and the character is completely different than anything I've ever played, so it was um it was uh, yeah, okay, let's get it on
2: how did you meet, run into meet lauren how long and, we uh, I met
4: lauren you know uh, back before dirt was in there. <laughs> uh <laughs> You know, he's just—we've just been in each other's lives for 40 years. You know, uh, I think I met—I think when I was still a struggling actor, mm-hmm. I met uh, Lauren at Duke's restaurant in in L.A., where we right. all used to go for with oh. to uh, cure our hangovers
2: out on the beach. And, yeah, and, right.
4: Yeah, and um, and so that's where I met Lauren the first time, and. Um, and then you know it's just uh, we've been in each other's lives ever since.
2: Don Johnson Weird. here on the Rich Eisen show. What's your sports team? What you have honey? What do you got? Oh
4: man, I got a little schizophrenia going on over here. You know, I got okay. I have sons and they have opinions.
2: Okay. And they
4: have teams. Okay. And so I sort of have to take them. I, I, I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and um, uh, and I feel good about our chances uh, this uh, this weekend. And my youngest son is a Rams fan, and my uh, oldest—or not my oldest, but my the next one up—is mm-hmm. um, is a Green Bay fan. So it was a little bit of heartbreak and oh a little gosh. bit of uh, thrill and kill for the other, for us, uh, for me and my other son.
2: Yeah. So I mean, this weekend was insane. This is one of the greatest football weekends uh, of all time. No, it's it the greatest
4: game I've ever seen. Just, <laughs> not even gonna lie.
2: <laughs> It was true. Have you ever been to any Super Bowls, Don? Have you ever oh, been
4: to I, I've been to several Super Bowls. Um, you know, the the I've been to a couple, one in one in New Orleans and, and one um, oh my gosh. Uh I you know, I can't remember. I've been to about three or four Super Bowls. My problem is they're a little better now. My problem is in the old days they were about six hours long. <laughs> and uh, and, um, you know, you, you could probably go play 18 holes and c- c- still come back and catch the fourth quarter, you know? And, um, but, but now it's gotten a little better. So the, the show's a little, a little tighter and stuff like that. And so if you're at the game and you're watching the game, you're not, you know, you're not waiting around forever for, um, uh, for Snoop Dogg and Dre to finish with their show.
2: <laughs> How is your golf game, Don Johnson? How is your golf game?
4: Is it's it? a little it's a little shaky right now okay. but uh, you know given the right number of strokes I could probably beat you
2: okay I'll take that um so <laughs> uh, how'd you get involved in tin cup how'd that one go about from you back um, in the day
4: you know something I was the only actor in town with a name that could play golf. <laughs> there's a lot of actors that say they can play golf right but there's not a lot that look like they can play golf and that and i'm not a great golfer but mm-hmm. i look like a great golfer
2: <laughs> okay so you were you you versus costner real time um
4: who, we played who? together heads up before um uh you know it's like uh, you know if i on any given day i i, I can beat him usually mm-hmm. uh, you know 7 out of 10 times but he's got game like, you know kevin's an athlete he's, oh,
2: he's really good he's kevin costner so uh so and you're don johnson though so did you <laughs> did you take any le- you needed no lessons no no golf coach at all for tin cup don
4: well that's part of what's wrong with my game is that, uh, I've, as a celebrity, you get lessons from everybody. Mm. Um, you know, if you're playing in a pro-am and there's uh, 10 pros, you're going to get a lesson from all 10 of those pros. Mm-hmm. And of course you can't remember them. And, uh, holding a swing thought is, uh, is, well, you can just forget that because, you know, you got, uh, well, at the time I had Payne Stewart and, and um, uh, 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 Phil Mickelson and um, uh, Peter Costas and uh, about four others in my head.
2: So <laughs> really, like like what? <laughs> giving you tips, uh, yeah. or, or, or just in general, yeah, or just yeah. not for the movie?
4: Yeah, just giving just giving me swing thoughts. And I, I Peter Costas was actually he he was the first one. I was trying to. I I was picking the ball off the ground. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really trapping it. You know, I was sort of picking it. And he was the first one to notice it. And you know, you got to be a pretty damn good athlete to pick the ball off the ground and and still make it dance. And um, and and he looked at me and he said, "Dude, he says you're working really hard. Let me help you out here." So (laughs) he taught me about the physics of golf. I went, "Oh." Oh yeah, that's yeah. a lot easier.
2: Yeah, hit down on it and all that business. So, so tin cup actually improved your game, is what you're saying, John Johnson?
4: Oh my God, yeah. When I when I went out to make the movie, I was about a, I don't know, maybe a ten. Um, mm-hmm. And by the time I finished making the movie, I was a three, a yeah. good, solid, legitimate, consistent three.
2: All right. So, what's the best round you've had and where? What do you got for me on that front? Got I
4: played uh, uh, a scratch round in Aspen. Um, um, oh, that yeah. was that was pretty good. And my, the, but the the first time I broke eighty was at Augusta. Okay, now,
2: come on, what? really? I'm
4: f- not kidding. Yeah,
2: from the tips too, and right? Or, or what? No, not from the tips. Not from huh? the pro. From the tips or from where? Oh,
4: no, from no, 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 no. This is. Twenty twenty some odd thirty years ago, uh, it was from the TIF. Believe me, I was down. I was making a movie down there uh, called Paradise, and I actually saw one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Okay, one of the pros that I was playing with um, stepped up on a par three. We we're playing uh, those 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 uh, tracks there, Kiowa yeah. Island, and you know uh, around there, and and uh, he keys it up, hits the ball, sculled it. It skipped across the lake, like like you were trying to kill a coot, and uh, hit the side of the bank. Finally, curled around, hit the side of the bank, went about twenty or thirty feet up in the air, fell down, rolled all the way around the green, and dropped in the cup. <laughs>
2: <What's-> <laughs> <laughs> That's a one. There's no pictures That's on the scorecard. There's no pictures on the scorecard, <laughs> right? A That's a one.
4: That's yeah, a hate it's a hateful game.
2: <laughs> That's one way to put it. But so okay, this is pre tigerizing the course when you're out there then. Um and so you're 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 at Augusta first round you ever break eighty is at Augusta National. That is insane. Yeah. Oh yeah.
4: my God. that was quite a day. I, I shot a seventy eight that day.
2: Wow. Yeah, tell me you have the card still, Don. You got the card still?
4: Uh I yeah, I had it somewhere. I, can't count. I don't know where I put it, but it's, it's around somewhere.
2: Man, you've got enough stuff. So what? what is in your man cave? What do you have? Do you have anything from your history, from your from your, uh, You know, career? I
4: don't keep a lot of uh, showbiz memorabilia, but I have, you know, there's a few things. There's, you know, some photos of when I did um, the uh, inauguration and I put together this little band with, mm-hmm. that included Bob Dylan and... Steve Stills and uh, and The Band and uh, Garth and all those guys. And so I have a a couple of photos of, you know, friends and stuff. There's some photos of me and Cheech. And I've got guitars all over the house. Um, I don't play them much anymore, but my boys play. And, um, yeah, you know, it's just – I I never – I I always got uncomfortable when I walked into some celebrity's house and he had all these – you know, uh, photos and posters, and you know, this, just surrounded by this, uh, uh, you know, uh, this shrine to the ego to the and, and stuff like that. So I, I just, and, and also because I have kids, yes. I do not want my kids to live in a museum. Right. You know, so I, I just vowed to say, okay, I'm not going to keep anything around here that says who daddy is. You know,
2: have your kids ever or, seen an episode of Miami Vice?
4: Oh, yeah, well, that pretty much you know that's pretty much a uh, required viewing um,
2: <laughs> well, there's that whether,
4: you, you're my, whether you're my kid or
2: not okay, that's no, that's true, that's true. um, do you have any any of the garb from back in the day? Do you have any Miami vice? <laughs> Suits. Do you have anything from that? Do you want me to, you want me to send you over some swag? Um, <laughs> well, first of all, um, I'll be honest with you, Don. Yes, yes, I do. There is an I in Rich and Eisen. Okay, there's none in Don or Johnson. So, yes, I would take that. You know, I don't think I'd fit in it. You know, but
4: <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 you know, I don't keep that stuff around here. But for you, I'll bet I could find. Some-
2: Come on now. So, uh, uh, just what—a suit, a shirt? What do you got? Uh, I mean, I'll take.
4: Well, I don't know. I, I'll have to go into the archives and see what's there. There might just be a piece of alligator. I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> did you did you have any choice in what you could wear back in the day? Because you don't. You do know you created an entire fashion movement on that program, right, well, Don?
4: Yeah. I mean, we had. Um, it was a unique time because we had. Um, uh, I had this fantastic uh, costumer named Jody Tillen, mm-hmm. And we sent her to um, we sent her to Milan to literally take mm-hmm. the clothes off of the, the model's back from like uh, um, um, Versace and Armani and yeah. uh, Terry Mugler. And m- most of these most of these designers we we made their business because they were they were hot you know cutting edge designers that no one was really paying much attention to but we we loved that 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 uh, fashion and that yeah. that kind of style, and then the the personalization of it was because uh, you know with the sleeves rolled up and the no socks and no belt and you know t-shirts and and linen jackets and pants and all that stuff. I mean that was just a function that it was so damn hot down there <laughs> that that just, you know I kept trying to take clothes off. So first went the socks and then went the belt and you know. It was on NBC, and if, if it hadn't been a network, I might have kept taking things off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that, so it, the sleeves rolled up was more of a function than anything else? That it that yeah, wasn't a yeah, choice? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Form follows function. And um, uh,
4: uh, it was just uh, it was easier, cooler, and, and it kind of looked good. So I said, oh, all right, I'll go with that.
2: Well, uh, uh, I'm uh, 54 in Italian. Um and um, so, we'll, you,
4: we'll see what happens here.
2: Okay, whatever you got, um, a fifty-four. That's about it, Don. Um, and other than that, I greatly appreciate the call, and I look forward to seeing you know, the Keenan finale. I,
4: yeah, me too. And I look forward to uh, some uh, big games. And listen, make sure all your uh, fans and friends out are tuned into Keenan. It's worth it, man. It's uh, it's a good show, and it's, uh, it's it, it'll leave you feeling good. and Feeling good about yourself, and and you'll be doing such a great service for my for my kids.
2: <laughs> and that's back-to-back episodes for the finale. at starting at eight o'clock on NBC, and then right here on Peacock, the episodes air the next day. Look, I know you don't do this sort of stuff often, but uh, whenever you want to promote anything, or if not, I'd I'd love to have you back, on. It's a pleasure.
4: Oh, you're so nice, Rich. I really enjoyed it, and thanks for having me.
2: Thank you very much, um, and even if uh, honestly, I'll have you back even if there's nothing in your closet for me. I understand.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you just, keep, just keep your eyes on the mail. We'll, we'll figure out something.
2: Love it. Thank you, Don Johnson. You take care.
4: Okay, guys. All thanks right, so there's much.
2: Don Johnson, everybody, right here on Twitter and Instagram, at Don Johnson. I Jewish goodbye to him because I don't want to say goodbye to him.
0: No, he seems like a fun hang,
2: dude. Can you imagine something comes in the mail and it's something like that. Can you imagine,
0: It's like a white Gucci sport jacket. You
2: know what? You know what? It, I would destroy it just by putting it on. These things don't look good on me. No, they just like cool. you know, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like uh, on him, it's like frame it. Maybe he'll sign it and frame it. No, I would, I would wear it. You wouldn't wear it. No. Excuse me. Wear it. <laughs> Excuse me. If. There is a Miami Vice jacket in his closet, and he's like, screw it, I don't need it. A Screw it, I don't need it anymore. But, uh, you know, Rich asked. It'll be fun. I'll send it. And you wouldn't try it on? Try and take it a on, picture I mean,
4: like, it? wear it out.
2: Well, wearing it out isn't must. Absolutely, I'd wear it out.
4: <laughs> I mean, according to Wikipedia, he's 5'11". He's our size. It's,
2: I'm six foot. So it should fit. That's correct. One would think. I would... I would Inter- intermittently fast to fit in. Just it. to make sure that it fits? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would cleanse. Oh I would go on a cleanse just <laughs> oh to my fit God, in. Cleanse
4: Peloton all
2: the above. And then go out to dinner. I went on the boat. In that. Yes. Craig's in the, in, in yes, the jacket. Full Miami Vice. And say, this is Don Johnson's. I'm wearing it.
4: Well, will you, Would you wear the pink t-shirt underneath? Whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to wear like the V-neck.
2: Oh, than, d- I mean, guys. You you this is... who are you talking to roll the sleeves up the fact that you say you wouldn't do that that you'd rather just hang it somewhere and frame it here's the problem i would be afraid of spilling marinara sauce on and uh, you know and you you know know know, and you know the uh the guest host of this show the thursday and friday after the super bowl will attest i am a human drop cloth yeah Uh, my clothes are uh, my clothes are drop cloths okay
1: just saying, a it's chicken parm, and then uh, doesn't
2: oops, matter. I got a no. red
4: dot on the white jacket.
2: I would not. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't eat. With it. That's off. Like,
4: does, put that over there. Does marinara come out of thirty-five-year-old
2: Armani? It doesn't come out yeah, of three-year-old bad, bad. Armani. Yeah. It doesn't come yeah, out of any Armani. I would, I would, I would. Here's what I would do. I would oh. show up. I would show up wearing the suit. Would you, would you notify then, the paparazzi beforehand? Of course. Like,
4: call TMZ.
2: Yo, I'm of gonna course. Be, uh... Oh, really? You're here? <laughs> oh, hi. Yeah. Oh, hi. I'm just coming out of the valet and something Don Johnson sent me from Miami Vice. Yeah. Play the music as you're walking right. in? And then I would put on some sort of, you know, rapping like I'm at the front row of a Gallagher concert back at the same time, back in the same era. I would do yeah. Miami Vice. I would pay homage to Miami Vice
1: and, and then Gallagher. Okay.
2: And then just, just you know, give a shout out, pour one out for Alf, at the same time. Respect. What other, what other, what other '80s pop culture references can I make in one?
1: Uh, I mean, cheers. We just gonna hit all the NBC shows.
2: Why not? Yeah. How many of the shows that I just mentioned are available on Peacock? Don't know, but I'm assuming many of them. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. I can't believe you wouldn't do that. I would I'm, try. I would I think he was, he was just being nice, right? He doesn't right, have anything in the closet. Like, literally, he's going about his day right now that he's not. I would say I he's be- already he's forgotten this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's got something. We'll take a break. Phone calls to wrap it up. Well done, sir. Well done. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code ISEN when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets
4: This is the Rich Eisen Show.
2: Let's go to Dakota in Jacksonville, Florida. What's up, Dakota?
3: Yes. How's it going, sir? I just wanted to say that I am legally blind. I have been this way for six years on Valentine's Day of this year, and I just wanted to say that watching your show on a daily basis is truly touching the conversations that you have with people. Uh, I've been so inspired by it. I, I, uh... I really enjoyed the, the conversation that you had with Jay Glazer. Mm. That, that sure was awesome. I uh, went onto my phone and went onto Audible, the audio books that I uh, uh. really enjoy, and I seen that he's narrated his book, so I really look
2: forward Fantastic.
3: to purchasing that and listening to that. And um, I just I wanted to to let you know and uh, thank you.
2: Well, thank the you for calling and sharing uh, and and. I Cowboys fan. Uh, sorry to cut you off. No, nope. <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off. Keep going. Go for it. You're a cowboy fan there in Jacksonville, Florida, huh?
3: Yes, sir. That is correct. Uh, I have the star tattooed on my chest. Uh, <laughs> I got that a few years ago. I'm just. I'm really hoping that we can we can take that that leap, whatever whatever it might be. Um, whether it's keeping Mike McCarthy, uh, w- whatever it is, I, I'm just. I'm really hoping we we know what we're doing. <laughs>
2: Well, the good news uh, on that front is uh, Dan Quinn staying, and I think that makes your better team just him by staying um, as a defensive coordinator. And uh, on behalf of Jay, you know, who I've known for quite some time, I, I feel comfortable in, uh, in, you know, voicing him to say thank you for the call, appreciate you getting uh, his book, and he's got your back. And hopefully you – you uh, listen to that book and uh, take what he's saying and make it part of your daily life and make it better. So, thanks for the call. Thank you, sir.
3: I really do appreciate that.
2: You got it. Thanks for the call. That's Dakota in Jacksonville, Florida. Beautiful. That's why we're here. Tim in Florida, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Tim?
0: All right, Rich. I got a solution. Okay. All right. Are, uh, playoff.
2: Got it. What is your idea?
0: Right. This is going to please all three. Uh, people, people who like the current rules, people who want change, and then people like yourself who want to include all three phases.
2: Yes. All right.
0: So if the team goes down to sports first like the Chiefs did, Yes. the Buffalo Bills will get a chance to field the ball. However, bringing in the coin toss, if you decide to take the ball first, and score a touchdown, you have to kick the extra point. The following team, who fields the ball next, gets a chance to score a touchdown, but has to go for two.
2: See, it just it, it, it you're forcing them to do something that does not, you know, preserve their ability to win potentially. You know, and and you're taking away something to a team that that, that went second that the first team did not do right and and so i uh, you know what i mean like i'm assuming yeah. if i'm assuming if the kick is not if the extra point is no good for the first team then the second team would then still have the option to kick the extra point and win Correct. right so but what if they miss and it's tied you know i like that's that's what so, I'm saying is it then 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 what now it's now so it's
0: old rules it's sudden death but you're giving i think what people wanted for at least the chance to feel the ball right without abrupt ending,
2: Tim. I appreciate the call, thank you. Uh, you know, Costas and came up back on the show. Uh, Bob from New York, for those who are listening, uh, called in, and so he's like, Timed, timed quarter 15 minutes, play it out all the way to the last second, right, just like quarters one through four, all the way to the last second, whoever's in front wins, whoever's not loses. And thus, a touchdown to start the, the overtime does not end it. And the matching of the touchdown does not then force sudden death on the next team. Now, you could basically, if you're the, the team that scored this, the touchdown to start, essentially hold on to the ball to the very end and kick the field goal and the other team doesn't get a chance to be, have it back. You know what I'm saying? Like That's entirely possible and then it ends. But if there's a tie, then you have sudden death. And the the way that you figure out who gets the ball to start overtime, based on our caller was that John from New York yesterday? That was two guys from New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Bob and John. That uh, That the coin toss to start the game if you win it and defer and take the ball in the second half to start the second half, which many teams do, then your opponent not only gets the ball to start the game, but also gets the ball to start overtime. If you win the toss and take the ball to start the game, you don't get it to start the second half, obviously, but you do get it to start overtime should there be one. And you front load the decision beforehand and the randomness of the coin flip is removed from overtime. Even though technically it's still part of who gets the ball first in overtime. But it's already decided. So you know you're playing out the second half of the game knowing who's going to get the ball if there is extra time forced. And then if there's a second overtime, the team that got the ball first to start the second half back in regulation gets it to start the second overtime. Right? Because you're not going to allow the ball to be in the hands of whoever ends the first overtime if they're playing it out down to the last second to try and win it, saying, I'll just kick the game winner once we're in the second overtime when it comes to sudden death. I'll just wait till we're in that sudden death period of the second overtime, maintain possession of the ball from one quarter to the other like it's quarter one to two, and then win it. You have to restart it again once... The second quarter hits and just that's the way you play out overtime that's res consulting i think we've gotten two days in. i kind of feel like what jeff garland said to us once when he was on the show here that the like everybody comes up to him with curb ideas and right. none of them are acceptable none of them, work, yeah. none of them are as good as anything that larry david can right. come, come up with so pound sand i don't even need to hear it exactly But we've gotten some ideas here, and we've got one more day tomorrow to workshop it. I think
4: we're headed in the right direction, if you think the direction needs to be headed in.
2: I think most of America does right now, to be honest with you. I know. We're in the minority. I think so. But you know what's going to happen? Nothing. That's my prediction. The competition committee will say they're gonna look at it because they look at everything and then when they look at it, nothing's gonna get done.
4: Well that's like what Jay said, you know, we've been talking about this something like it will get done years. The
2: Chiefs brought this up after it screwed them in twenty nineteen and it didn't even make it to a vote. Well screwed is a strong or was you left them left them in a different feeling and sensation than they're currently in right now. There there you go. (laughs) Terry Bradshaw and Stanley Tucci on tomorrow's show. How about that for Opposite Ends?